At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. You've hit the middle of the week. It is Covino and Rich, but it's not Covino and Rich. They're off to Mexico, so you have Torres in me today. And heck, you're going to have us for the next couple of days as well. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there at unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Aaron, we have got more NCAA tournament games tonight with the first round tipping off tomorrow, one of the greatest days in all of sport, if not the greatest in sports. We've got the NBA hitting the home stretch in news about one of its biggest stars. But it is the first day of the new year. A happy new year to you when it comes to the NFL. And what news do we have today? But that Aaron Rodgers, not yet a Jet, but wants to be a New York Jet. It's it's been a wild day and you know you just think about everything that's happened since that interview obviously we have a a, a report on John Morant that we'll get to a, a report on J, uh, Jalen Carter a potential obviously top five pick for people who are not familiar with the name and then oh by the way we have an NCAA tournament starting tomorrow so um, you know I know that March used to be kind of quiet outside of picking brackets. Uh, I don't think we can say that anymore in this era, Dan. It has been crazy how much news, even just in the last three, four, five hours, has broken. I think Lizzo said it best when she said it's about damn time uh, that we had some clarity <laughs> when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. And my goodness, we're not even we're not even a hundred percent clear yet. But this was the situation. We had heard rumblings over the last couple of days that Rodgers to the Jets is a done deal, and right now it's not a done deal because there's no deal between the Packers and the Jets. But we did find out today what Aaron Rodgers wants. He spoke with Pat McAfee and the uh, crew on the Pat McAfee show. This was Aaron Rodgers just a few hours ago announcing his intentions. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. And I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get for me and kind of digging their heels in. So there's there's 
the, that's where we are. That's what Aaron Rodgers says. I want to be a Jet. Packers and Jets now got to figure this out. Maybe the Packers are, are sticking to their guns. Um, they do have the leverage. They have the leverage for a lot of reasons in all of this. But just Rodgers even saying that, yeah, his intentions are that he wants to be a New York Jet, may force the Jets to pay a little bit extra uh, in getting Rodgers. But that's where we stand right now. And, and what, what I find interesting in all of this is because I don't think what Aaron Rodgers says a lot of the times you can take at face value. And, and while he is a guy that is, has kept to himself and has made the joke, and even I don't even know it was a joke today, the whole Adam Schefter you know, tweet and Diana Rossini trying to reach out to him, that was all, to me it was just, a, you know, I, I get insiders have a, have a job to do. It's just kind of weird that Rodgers is like, I'm the one that's going to deliver this information. When we've been waiting for months on this information, and let's be real, he hasn't been shy in talking. He's been on a variety of different podcasts, but we're at the new league year now, and we don't have necessarily have the start to this, or to have the full picture of this, Aaron, as it's still not finalized. But I just, I, I never take what Aaron Rodgers says at full face value, because I always think that there are there are things that he's trying to say without saying it, because then he can be like, well, I never said that. I, that that's not what I said. You don't know what I meant. And I thought that today was a classic opportunity for Rodgers. And I think as we hear from him, you're going to hear some major uh, contradictions from Rodgers. But the point being is I just I, – I, it's very simple, and I think he advanced the story today. We just don't know the whole, whole story just yet. So when – he, you know, and we've all been for 24 hours or whatever when we knew he was going to be on with McAfee today. Uh, we were all waiting to hear what he had to say. Is he going to make an announcement? Is this the decision 2.0? And I basically bring it up to say, you know, I take everything that he says with a grain of salt. But I also think that the facts that we knew prior to today kind of line up with this version of events, right? I mean, we've kind of seen the quarterback market basically evaporate in front of our eyes. Jimmy Garoppolo is now a Las Vegas Raider, as, Doug, uh, as Ben Maller was talking about during the commercial break. Um, you know, you go on and on down the list. Lamar Jackson is not expected to be in the New York Jets' plans. And so, I mean, I remember having the, the thought 24, 48 hours ago of – if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, what do the New York Jets do? And so the idea that they let Baker Mayfield sign in in Tampa, they let Jimmy Garoppolo go to San Francisco uh, to go to excuse me to Las Vegas, they let Derek Carr go to the New Orleans Saints. It does line up with what Aaron Rodgers is saying, which is for the last four or five days, I've been ready to get this done, uh, and it's the Packers holding things up. And by the way, it also lines up with something you and I talked about last week, was the, which was the Mark Murphy quotes where he, he was at you know the high school volleyball game or basketball game or whatever it was, and he basically um, was asked about Aaron Rodgers, and he said, yes, if, if, if he gets what he – if we all – I think the, to paraphrase, it was something to the effect of if we all get what we want – he insinuated that Aaron Rodgers would not be a Packer next year. So, you know, is Aaron Rodgers, is everything a 100% truth? I don't know if anything ever is with Aaron Rodgers, but I will say what we learned today really kind of lines up with everything that we've known over the last four or five days. I, I think one thing, does, there, there's something that doesn't, doesn't make sense. And this is where I think Aaron Rodgers um, is becoming a master of manipulation. And, of course, the Green Bay Packers are not going to come in um, out of this looking good. Um, in terms of, of what he is saying, and it's going to make Rodgers 
basically bear no blame in all of this, but I want to let Roger speak because I think it ends up coming out in all of this. This is him again uh, on the Pat McAfee show earlier today talking about the Packers role basically in all of this right now. We come off of last year with uh, obviously missing the playoffs. I didn't have an MVP season. You know, I was interested in where they would be at. Uh, mentally, everything that I was told in the week that I was in Green Bay was take as long as you want and we want you to retire Packer. When I came out of the darkness, something changed. I'm not exactly sure what that was, but something changed. I got back to my phone after five days off of it. And when I got back to that little uh, shack they have where there's a you know one bar of Wi-Fi, I got back to the you know hundreds of text messages and emails and all different things. Um, I realized that there'd been a little bit of a shift. I heard from multiple uh, people that I trust that there was some shopping going on. They were interested in actually moving me. Okay, so that that is he's saying that the Packers uh, told him one thing and then ended up doing something different. That's his version of of the story. This is where I think he's 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 caught in an intersection that he doesn't know where to turn. This is where Aaron. This is the spot um, that that I think it doesn't add up to what Aaron Rodgers is saying, and that's why I give the Packers some benefit uh, benefit of the doubt in all of this because. It's been two months since the season ended, and we still don't have this thing clarified. This was Rogers talking about what his mindset was going into the darkness retreat. You know, I, I got to admit, I went into the darkness 90% retiring and 10% playing. That's where my, my mind was. My mind was, I'm, I'm tired of this. I hadn't got back into my workouts yet, and I thought that that was what was best for me. Okay. So now, so we've heard that. You know what doesn't add up, Aaron? What's that? The guy hasn't worked out this off season, just, okay? Like, because he was ninety percent retired, but he blames the Packers for trying to shop him in saying uh, after they apparently told him they wanted him to retire a Packer. So, so what Rogers is saying is, you guys want me, but guess what? Nine times out of ten, I'm walking out that door. Sure. I'm done. I I am done. I don't want to play football anymore. I am I am done. I am moving on. There, no point was it like, you know what? I went into that darkness retreat, and I really felt like I need to be back in Green Bay next season. And no, you know, like, like that wasn't that wasn't an option. And he maybe could have just said, like, it, you know, I, I, I just didn't want to be in Green Bay or I wanted to be in New York. The, the thing that just doesn't add up to me is maybe Green Bay got that sense that that he didn't want to be there anymore that he didn't want to play football anymore. Why not take a look and go and see what your different options are? If if he's painting the Packers in a bad light, then he should have said, I went into the darkness retreat wanting to be a Packer, and I came out wanting to be a Packer. But he went in wanting to retire, and he came out playing, and then was like, whoa, wait, they want to trade me? Like, that just doesn't add up to me. And that's why I think it's kind of, in in a way, it's a little BS of Rodgers trying to, tell, you know, to shift his story because – if he's 90% retired, then that tells Green Bay, all right, we got to move on from the guy. And even if they went and made some calls, it still means that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be back in Green Bay. And that's the part like of the reading between the lines and certain things that don't add up. It's at never, never at any point in those conversations that he talked about or in those eight weeks from the end of the season until now is it like, you know what, I wanted to be back in Green Bay. And that's where I th- that's why I think that Rodgers is trying to spin a tail again to make it be like it's not my fault. It's it's Green Bay. It's them. It's the team, and they wanted to move on, and so I decided I want to be a Jet. Just it doesn't add up to me. That's the issue that I have with Rodgers today. 
It's very interesting, and I, I think it speaks to, you know, I, I think probably most of everything that we're hearing is probably accurate. But I, I also think that, you know, even Aaron Rodgers coming out today, even Aaron Rodgers doing this interview today, and, and, and you know, what is the motivation for Aaron Rodgers? Is it to pu- put public pressure to get things done? Is it to get his side of the story out since very clearly uh, he thinks that the Packers are getting their side of the story out? I don't know, but I do think there is something to, um, you know, I, I guess not being wanted. I, like, I find that whole element of it interesting. Sure. And I know, uh, you know, later on in the show, we'll talk a little bit about what we expect from him if he ultimately ends up a Jet. But I do wonder if that's part of him trying to publicly save face, right? Like, like for the first time in his career, since draft night, essentially, he's been basically told, you're not wanted here. You're not welcome anymore. Like, like he spent 15 years proving all those teams wrong on draft night only to come full circle and be in a situation where he is no longer wanted. And so I do wonder if that's some of it of, no, 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 no. I, I, yeah, I was ready to retire, but I still wanted to be a Packer. I came out and they changed their story to take a little bit off of him in terms of like, you know, one, publicly, this is not what I want. And two, just looking himself in the mirror and saying, darn, for the first time since that draft room, since that green room in 2006, I'm no longer wanted. 2005, whatever it was. I apologize. I don't know the year off the top of my head, but I, I, I think there is something to that where maybe he's stretching the truth because he thinks that he has to somehow, quote unquote, save face publicly. Yeah, it, I think it was the 2005 draft. So I think it so, was yeah. 05. So, yes. Yes. And when you uh, it's just, it's it's just so funny because he's also saving face, Aaron, by playing the victim card. Of course. Yeah. Hey, that's what I you mean. know, like that. It's it's it's. This is this is the this is the truth. Aaron Rodgers didn't want to go to the party in Green Bay. But when he found out that he wasn't invited, he then wanted to make sure that they knew that he wasn't invited. And guess what? He's going to go to an even better party. That's what it was. Like you didn't like they that's what he's trying to do. Like maybe yeah. he didn't want to go back to Green Bay, but you know what? He for sure wanted Green Bay to want him back. Of course. And that's yep. where he's trying to save face in all of this. This is this is Rodgers and talking about uh, the Packers and, and that organization being ready to move on. It is what it is. The Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They let, they let other people know that in direct words. And because I still have that fire and I, I, and I want to play and I would like to play in New York, uh, it's just a matter of you know, getting that done at this point. The, the funny thing is, is he also mentioned in, in, this, in this interview with McAfee that you know, if Green Bay would have came to me and said, Aaron, we appreciate everything that you've done. Uh, we want you, um, you, know, you know, we're ready to move on from you. He's like, that would have been great. There's no way that would have been great. <laughs> Absolutely, positively, no way. Like, now you can say that. Now, after the Jets have come and visit you and you've decided that you wanted to play on. But that's so hindsight 2020. And I, I, I know I've been critical of Rodgers. I think some of it he brings upon himself. And just but this opportunity where, you know, speaks for, you know, how many minutes today and on this show and laying out this timeline, there are just things that don't necessarily make sense. And it just really seems that he's trying to paint the Packers in a bad light. And and honestly, I don't think Packer fans are buying it. And even if they are, I don't think they're as broken up as maybe they were when Brett Favre left. So I don't know what exactly Aaron Rodgers is accomplishing in all of this, except maybe taking away some leverage away from the Jets. 
I know it's something a lot of people on these airwaves have talked about over the last, you know, frankly, probably two, three months since the season ended. But this offseason, it really does feel like the, the first time um, that I've gotten the sentiment just as an, a, a, a consumer and observer. I'm not an NFL insider. I don't have any ties to the Packers. But I think this was this felt like the first offseason where the, the the general public was on the side of team management as opposed to team Rodgers. And I think the previous two years, again, understanding that he was coming off MVP years, number one seeds in the playoffs, obviously two years ago or three, three seasons ago now, two calendar years was a trip to the NFC championship game against Tampa. But to, to, to your point, um, I, I, I think the, the, the people in Aaron's corner, Rogers corner, whatever are getting smaller and smaller. And I think that that is part of, I think that's honestly part of why he did the interview today is even if it is true that, Hey, he wants to be a jet. I think he wants the, you know, obviously he wants the information to come to him from him. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. He wants to be loved. He wants to share his side of the story where, you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I just, I, I just think the sentiment has changed so much in the last year or so since the last time we went through this. And I do think that part of today was to try to paint himself a picture, try to paint the, the Packers into a corner, uh, try to paint him, paint himself as a victim. Excuse me, paint the Packers into a corner. Um, whether he did it or not, I don't know. But I do buy the narrative that that you know that he has let the Jets know that this is something that he wants and he's ready to move on to that. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. We are in for Cavino and Rich today. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. 
That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Cavino and Rich. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Let's focus on some hoops. And I want to let you you know that you have to join Fox Sports Radio's Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. There's time. That's right. The Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. If you fill out a perfect bracket at foxsportsradio.com, you will win $1 million. You can compete against Fox Sports Radio hosts and fellow listeners. That includes myself. Aaron, are you in on this? Did you get your bracket in for the contest? I've tweeted out the link a few times, but I, I was waiting. You know, we'll talk to Jared about this. I've been waiting on some key injuries, but I did make my official picks today. I'll be submitting them on Fox Sports Radio shortly after the show. Okay, so you could com- com- compete against Aaron, myself, any of the other hosts. The listener, by the way, who finishes in first place wins a prize pack featuring a Legacy Box 40-item trunk valued at nearly $1,200. Turns old family movies and pictures into digital keepsakes. A Traeger meter block, that's valued at 350 bucks. The ultimate way to monitor meat on the grill. And a chalk bundle valued at nearly $500 featuring nine popular supplements found at choq.com to reclaim your vitality. All in all, the prize pack valued at over $2,000. So there's still time right now. Go to FoxSportsRadio.com. Fill out your brackets. You have until noon Eastern time on Thursday. That's FoxSportsRadio.com to fill out your bracket and get to official rules. To answer the questions that Aaron has and that uh, I may have, and hopefully you may have as well as you fill out your bracket, he's the one and only Fox Sports Radio betting analyst that you can find on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. Jared Smith joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jared. How are you? Oh, what a wonderful week, guys. And I'm also in that bracket attorney that we're doing, the little contest. I submitted my picks last night. Um, I'll try not to change them in the next 24. I always have analysis paralysis this week. I, I, you know, we have four days to look at the games, two if it's, you're doing the first four, but really it's four from Sunday to Thursday. And I probably go back and forth way too many times. I'm trying to get better about just making my decision and then moving on. <laughs> yes, I agree. I, I used to be by Monday at 3 in the afternoon, my bracket was set. Yeah. And here we are, 5.30 Eastern time, 2.30 Pacific. And I'm like you, I'm, I am at the point in, in, at the point of like, all right, do I want this? And do I want that? And you know who I have to blame for this, Jared? Ken Palm. I don't know. Please. Ken Palm. Yes. Ken Palm. (laughs) I've heard Ken Palm more than I've heard Cinderella (laughs) brackets upset. He's the godfather. Like like my goodness. Like, like take us through as every, like it is, it's not only on Twitter, it is all over Instagram TikTok, I can't hit three different videos without two of them telling me these are the teams you got to look at because of their Ken Palm. What is Ken Palm? Why do people filling out the bracket need to know about this rating system? So Ken Palm is Ken Pomeroy. He's a human being. Um, I, I, I don't know the history with how he developed the rating system, but they've been around since 2002. And it's been pretty predictive. Uh, again, if you take out the Yukon hungry Huskies year in 2014, which was just 
an outlier, even if you actually even if you leave them in the mix. But for the most part, if you're Ken Palm rating. And the way that I derive the rating is they have a ranking for uh, offense and they have a ranking for defense. If you add those two rankings together, let's say, let's just use Alabama as the example here. Their offensive rating is 19. Their defensive rating is three. So the combined rating is 22, the sum of that. Any team that has a combined rating of 50 or more, they've never won a national championship in the history of Ken Palm's uh, rating systems. Mm. That, again, goes back to 2002. Outside so, of UConn, right? Outside of- no, well, UConn oh. was at 49. They were oh, the okay. highest. All right, okay. Of the, but even they were an outlier. Like, when I go back through all of the, the combined ratings of the champions, most of them are in the, the teens to 20s. And UConn was the one outlier at 49. But nobody's won it with a higher sum of 50. So if you're looking at some of these teams, and I tweeted out a list of all the teams that are inside the top 50, and the ones that aren't are kind of the ones that you would expect. For example, here are teams that I would not have winning at all based off of this trend. And these are all top five seeds, by the way. Baylor, Virginia, Xavier, Gonzaga, K-State, San Diego State, Indiana, Duke, Marquette, Tennessee. All of those teams are flawed in one way or the other where the analytics say you're not going to win six straight games and win the national title. Now, the one thing that's interesting here is there are teams that are currently outside of the top 50 that over the next two weeks could play their way in. So there is obviously fluctuation here, but at the starting point, the 10 teams that are inside of the, 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 the sum of 50, Houston, Alabama, UConn, UCLA, Texas, Purdue, Kansas, Creighton, Arizona, St. Mary's. You should have one of those 10 teams winning it all. Really, realistically speaking, it's going to be one of those 10 teams. And unless we have just one of those crazy outlier seasons, which of course is possible, but hasn't really happened yet in the 20 years Ken Palm's been been charting this, I, I think I feel pretty confident saying one of those 10 teams will win the national title. Jared, how do you, you know, you just spit out a, a lot of analytics stuff. How do you balance that with the eye test? And I know people hate talking about the eye test, but there is something to, you know, a team that either is playing really well coming in and you feel like they're peaking at the right time, say a Marquette, or somebody that maybe probably peaked too early. And I can't think, you know, Tennessee with their injuries, whatever. Yeah. How do you balance, you know, what the numbers are telling you, but also, man, I just watched this team for three days at the ACC tournament or the Big 12 tournament, or they lost in the opening round of their tournament. They don't look right at this time of year. Yeah, it's a fantastic question. The, the eye test, if you only, like, for example, if you just woke up and started watching college basketball during conference championship week, the eye test is very deceiving because there's a lot of circumstances that go into that week that maybe you don't get the best of those teams. For example, you want my favorite trend of the entire week that I have bet on already. Teams coming into the NCAA tournament that are coming off of a loss of 20 points or more, i.e. they got blown out in their conference tournament, they're covering in the first round, the round of 64, at about 67%, 22-11-1 against the spread. This year, Kansas and St. Mary's are the two teams coming into the tournament, coming off of blowout losses in their conference tournament. Obviously, Kansas lost in the Big 12 title to Texas, got blown out. St. Mary's lost in the West Coast final to Gonzaga. 
complete blowout. NC State and Creighton are also on this list, but unfortunately they're playing each other in the first round, so that trend kind of cancels each other out. But to that point, if you're just watching the conference tournaments and you watch Kansas and St. Mary's, really tough to pick them going to the Final Four based off of what we saw that week. I think you have to use the analytics as kind of a crutch to the full season data, but I agree that there is some weight to be put towards recent form. I think Alabama is the team that comes to mind because all of the the negative things we've heard about the off-court issues, they haven't seemed to affect Alabama. So there's a little bit of downward pressure in the market on Alabama because of all the negative things we're hearing. But then they come out and they blow everyone out in the SEC tournament. And clearly, you know, Miller isn't affected by all of this off-court stuff. Now, he hasn't answered any media questions yet. That will happen during this, this, this week. We'll see if that changes the, the tenor. But to me, Alabama's the perfect team where the eye test actually matches the analytics. And those things kind of go hand in hand. Jared Smith joining us here on Kavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Aaron Torres uh, in for Kavino and Rich. Uh, Jared Smith, our Fox Sports Radio betting analyst. Get him on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. So how do you handle injuries? You know, Marcus Sasser is considered a game-time decision for Houston. We expect them uh, to get a victory against Northern Kentucky. Um, we could say that up until a couple of years ago, until UMBC. But <laughs> how does an injury like that play into things um, when he's considered a game-time decision, didn't play uh, in the conference championship game on Sunday? How does that affect a team uh, like Houston and where you project them to go? I would say it's important, but I also know this Houston team is probably the best pound-for-pound team in the field based off of their full body of work. And I think the experience that they have, not only on the bench with Kelvin Sampson, but the other guys on their roster have been there before, i.e. last year and the year before, um, did, just couldn't get over the hump, could not make a shot against Villanova last year in the Elite Eight and then went to the Final Four two years ago. Um, Sasser obviously has to play. If, if, if he's out for the whole tournament, I probably feel pretty bearish about Houston's chances of winning. I think he'll play. I don't know if he'll play against Northern Kentucky. I don't think they need him to play against Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky plays. They, they come from a conference in the Horizon League that is, is not a very overly big and, and, and brutal league. It, it's one of the weaker leagues, and, and they play this zone that I think Houston should be able to just eat up with offensive rebounding. So I don't think they need Marcus Sasser on, on, on Thursday, but he's huge to their chances of winning the tournament. I, I think if he's not back by the second weekend, if Houston does make it that far, that's when I would probably call off the dogs on, on Houston having a chance to win the national title because he brings the scoring element that the other guards don't really have. And the one thing they have this year that they didn't have in prior years was Jairus Walker, who's arguably the, one of the best freshmen in the country. You don't talk a lot about him because he plays, again, in an American conference that doesn't get as much pub. But this Houston team's legit. I've got a future on them to win it all. I bet it back in, in, in April at 22-1. to 1. They're down to about 5-6-1 to 1 right now. I still think they're the best team in the field. Uh, you know, start of the finish, you know, start of the season to the end of the season. I think Bama is the best team recent form. But Houston and Alabama right now, I think, really are the two best teams. And if Sasser's remotely healthy, I think this Cougars team makes the Final Four. Obviously, a lot of uh, trendy upset picks. I mean, I know obviously from the gambling perspective, but also just from the bracket perspective, I mean, for people who aren't betting, is there a 12 and 11 that you're specifically high on this time of year? Drake's really good. Um and I think the market's telling you that because of all the 5-12 games, they're the shortest underdog. And a lot of that, too, is injuries. Miami's one of their best players. Their, their, their big man is, is hurt. It's looking like he's not going to play. 
um, but we won't know until game time. Nor Shadow Mir, that's the that's the, the player I'm talking about. I, I think this line probably closes a pick 'em if if he doesn't play. And again, how often do you see a 12 seed not a th- at least a three or a four point underdog? against a, a five seed. So, and I think Miami, listen, very well coached team, very good backcourt. Jim Laranaga has taken Mason to the final four and, and Pack and, and Wong are fantastic guards, but they don't defend. And in the tournament, if your defensive rating is outside the top 50, I really can't take you seriously to make a deep run. Well, Miami's defensive rating is outside the top 130. So they are very uh, slow and, and, and not very uh, strong defensively. And I think that's where Drake is going to have some success. We don't talk about the Missouri Valley as much anymore. That conference has kind of fractured a little bit over the years. But Drake is a really, really well-put-together team. Their best player, Tucker DeVries, is the coach's son. Roman Penn, ironically enough, this game's being played in Albany. Roman Penn, former Siena transfer, played his home games in Albany. So there's a homecoming angle there. And overall, they're just a very well-disciplined team, balanced on both ends. They shoot the three well. So I think Drake has a chance to make the Sweet 16. And the other side of that bracket with Kent State and Indiana, I I think Indiana is in some upset uh, alert trouble too. The MAC has been the best conference against the spread in the NCAA first round of the tournament over the last 20 years. They're 12 and five against the number in the round of 64. Remember, Akron almost beat UCLA last year. The MAC has been really good for some reason in this tournament. And Kent State, with sincere carry, might be the best player on the floor in this game, other than uh, Trace Jackson Davis. So I think that side of the bracket with 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 Miami Drake is the 512 and Indiana Kent. State is the 413. I think we could see some chaos there. Jared Smith joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Last one for me. We're going to stay in that region. We're going to go to your alma mater. Um, what Penn State and Texas A&M uh, played title games on Sunday. Uh, this is thought to be uh, one of the better matchups we're going to get in day one. What do you expect in the matchup featuring your alma mater? It's such a tough matchup. So if this game was played, and so full disclosure, so I, gra- I, I started going to Penn State in 2004. I graduated in 08. So my tenure, I consider, from 2004. It's been about 20 years. I've watched more Penn State Rose Bowls, three, than NCAA <laughs> tournament games, one. <laughs> It's almost unfathomable because they only play one Rose Bowl every year, and there's only one Big Ten team in it. There's eight Big Ten teams in the tournament every year, and I've watched one Penn State NCAA tournament game. But I think when you look at – if this game was played in December and Penn State had fresh legs and they were catching three on a neutral against A&M who can't shoot a, who can't shoot a lick, I would definitely take the points. The thing that scares me is they played five games in seven days. They played last Sunday in in the regular season finale, then four games in four nights in the Big Ten tournament. And, of course, what does the committee do? Well, they give them the Thursday game, uh, have fun with that travel. And I just – I think overall – this is not a great matchup for, for, for Penn State. I, I think A&M is going to get into them defensively and, and make it really hard to rebound, and Penn State's one of the worst offensive rebounding teams in the country. They're better on the defensive glass, which I think is a credit to their coach, Micah Shrewsbury, who is definitely the better coach in this game. But unless Penn State makes a ton of threes, I, just, I, I don't see it happening. Uh, the SEC, though, you want to talk about a trend that's interesting. The worst shooting conference in college basketball this year from the three-point line is, is the SEC. 32, 33 out of 33 conferences. So live by the three, die by the three. There's not a lot of SEC teams. We saw it last night. Mississippi State started hot and then got cold. I think the SEC might be a fade overall outside of maybe Alabama. But this matchup scares me because Penn State has to make shots, and I don't know if their legs are going to be there. He's Jared Smith, Fox Sports Radio betting analyst. Get him on Twitter, at Jared Lee Smith. I'd love to do this over the next couple of days. I don't know if we can carve out time, but Aaron and I are going to be hanging out here on Fox Sports Radio, so I'd love to have you again, Jared. Appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Love it, guys. Good luck this week. Have fun. 
He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Great, great information, and I feel like we just scratched the surface, uh, but there a lot more to get to. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And, hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And, again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Camino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Aaron Torres. Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. more all your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Iowa Sam hanging out today is our technical producer. Executive producer is Jason Stewart. Isaac Lohenkron is at the news desk. And Isaac's going to hang out with us Kavino and Rich usually do this a little bit later on in their Wednesday shows, Aaron, but we're going to do it now. How about a little midweek major NFL style? Kavino and Rich get you over the middle of the week with Midweek Major. Ooh, I love that. We throw sports and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas and... It's like the kids say. That's so mid. Week definitely major. CNR scoring. Midweek major. All right. 
Let's How hear it. That? Let's hear it. You mean Danny G didn't cut an intro to introduce you being the host, Isaac? What uh, is going on here, you know? Uh, ironically, because our first story has to do with a cut. Uh, that was <laughs> Zeke Elliott being cut by the Dallas Cowboys. Owner Jerry Jones saying in a statement. Put me in, coach. Actually, actually, he said, we have mutually agreed with Zeke that the best decision for everyone is that he will be able to experience free agency and we can increase our flexibility and options as well. Ezekiel Elliott cut by the Cowboys mid-week or major? Aaron, I don't know about you, but I think it's absolutely major. I think it is a huge yeah, deal. There were years when we felt that the Cowboys' Super Bowl hopes were tied to Ezekiel Elliott. Sure. And now to have that tenure come to an end, he'll leave the Cowboys as their third all-time leading rusher, uh, Smith and Dorsett ahead of him. Um, that's pretty pretty nice company uh, to be uh, to be connected to. But uh, the Ezekiel Elliott era being over in Dallas, no matter how it ended, it was a big deal. It's a major deal. Yeah, it's just, you know, I think probably major, too. It's just, it's just a little sad. Major. I mean, it's not good or bad, but, I mean, this guy, obviously, you know, we know that draft uh, running backs don't go as high as he did, but when they drafted him, it was for the obvious reason of they felt like he was the last piece, the missing piece, and we can poke at Dallas and make fun of him or whatever, but, I mean, he was there, what, seven, eight years, and it just didn't work out. So, I mean, he's just been such a face along with Dak of this organization for so long. It's kind of a bummer. I know that the stats have gone down, but it's still kind of a bummer. By the way, I really dig this music we've got here. It's kind of uh, the mid-week major theme song, <laughs> like 70s game show music with a contemporary twist. So nice job there, Iowa I love Sam. It. I love it. Baker Mayfield, as expected, agreeing to a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay making a progressive signing at quarterback, mid-week or major. Mm, what do you think, Aaron? So midweek is like not a big deal, basically. Mid is like mid week is uh, not a big deal at all. Get it? Mid week okay, 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 major. Okay. Yeah, there it is. There's the okay. M and the B in the Brewers logo. Uh, there it is. So mid's like all right, this is average. Week is below average. Yeah, major's above average. I'll say mid only because unless I miss That's something, so uh, I mean. What, Desmond Ritter is the starter in Atlanta. Carolina is probably going to have a rookie. So there's a possibility that despite all of the chaos in Tampa, they could exceed expectations with Baker Mayfield. I don't think it'll happen, but that's why I go mid. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say mid as well because I that's think that's so as, mid. Yeah, it is because it's uh, that's as good as Baker Mayfield's going to be in his career. <laughs> it, it, the, the, the peak is the middle of the road. And, and I don't think that's anything crazy or blasphemous to say, but we now kind of have an idea. Like we said, like he's only five years in yet. He's five years in. And, yes. uh, you know, I think that, you know, there was some stuff that was revitalized with the Rams. Hopefully he carries it over to the Buccaneers. But, yeah, I look at it as, as, as a uh, mid-move. Hey, guys, a, a late addition here. I'm making an executive Ooh. decision here. Okay. Midweek major. Co-host finds out about the rules of the game more than halfway through the game. I was trying to play it cool, and I was hoping that Dan would just, like, take everyone first so I could kind of just piggyback off him. But, you know, listen, I mean, I don't know. I was a little confused. So, you know, whatever. So, should I, that, should so it was I have, weak. If weak the fight. first one would have been weak, late. you would have understood, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, by the it way, it just happened to be the first one we did was major. It's not the latest that uh, someone has uh, determined the rules of a game around here, right? Half the time, I don't know what's going on right. after the segment. So, yeah, 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 works out. That is that is mid. That is mid. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Isaac. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Bayer in for Cavino and Rich. Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Jet, but will he actually get there? That's next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. <laughs> 